Watch who? And welcome to Two Watch Who, a Doctor Who podcast. I'm Mark. I'm Sarah. And I'm a Doctor Who fan. And I'm new to watching Who. Watching for the very first time. Very first time. I'm going to activate the time lash, okay? So okay. don't fall in. I'm just okay. going to set it up here ready, What happens okay? if I do? Is it just you talking <laughs> for the podcast? Well, I'm just going to get you. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Just don't fall in, okay? It's, it's set up. It's nice tinsel. It's all fine. Shiny curtain, yeah. So here we are, Time Lash this week. Yay! I don't know if I've got any updates, actually. Um, We've just talked for an hour before this, so... I don't really have that much. It's been a little while since we recorded. In... Yeah, that's why we had to talk for an hour. <laughs> yes! <laughs> I had to catch up Mark on the last week of my life. <laughs> it's There's a lot. Hour. <laughs> There's a lot going on, everybody. <laughs> okay, that's all you need to know. There's a lot. I was like, oh, but I told you about this thing three months ago. Oh, my <laughs> Well, should we just go straight to the story? I have no idea what you think. You've not, you didn't no, mention that at all in the last it. hour. There's been I no... nearly messaged you something the other day, actually, when I was watching it, but I was like, no, I'll save oh. it. Well, actually, um, to give you context, well, not context, I don't know if that's the word, that we're doing the Sixth Doctor, next month is 40 years of the Sixth Doctor. Oh, I mean, okay, yeah, that would make... I'm trying to think would that make sense, but yeah, it must do. Because there is a special CD coming out, audio drama, celebrating the Sixth Doctor called The Quinn Dilemma, which sounds really good fun. <laughs> Shut to tell you that. I'm excited. Okay, well, there's your news. <laughs> yeah, that's the news. I pre-ordered. The Quinn Dilemma. Uh, what were you going to message me? Um, that I like Herbert. Yes, I knew you would. I, I absolutely knew you would. I loved Herbert. Yes. I yes. was gutted when Herbert wasn't going to be a companion. And then the very last little thing, I was like, too shame. I know. Yeah, I I knew you would say that. And I knew you would like Herbert 100%. I was expecting I nearly messaged you going, I heart Herbert. Because, um, well, also in the Quinn Dilemma next month, there is an episode where the Doctor and Perry are travelling with Herbert. Uh, so, <laughs> I mean, so, in theory, they must do. If we're going like the whole the stories that aren't on TV, he does go back in the TARDIS with them to get back. So there must be some time in between. Herbert mm, time. I was I didn't really make that many notes. I watched today um, and I thought, I don't really want to write out the story. I don't really want to write out everything. So I start, I did... A list of things I like and a list of things I don't like. Okay, that's interesting. This will be fun. Mark's trying a new thing. <laughs> Seven things I don't like and I've got five things I do like. Okay, let's go through what you... Let's alternate. Like, don't like, like, don't like. Because you might add to your likes. Yeah, and I thought maybe see what, what you think. Um, but just to say as well, Time Lash does not have a good reputation. You know the... First story of the Sixth Doctor, the Twin Dilemma, always comes out last in yeah. all the piles ever. This one comes out like second to last. The Sixth Doctor just happens to have like the stories that people really don't like. But watching this, it's not as bad as I thought. Yeah, do you know what I did? It. I'm trying to remember how I watched it. I did the first one all in one. Then I had a break, and then I did the second one and i thought i had 10 minutes left and i didn't i had about i literally had three minutes left 
I could not remember if we'd met that guy. It's indicated that we've met him before. Who? The villain. Oh, the Borad. Yeah. Well, the whole idea is that the Doctor has been on that planet before. Yeah, and it sort of indicated that we've met him before, but we've not, have oh, we? No, we haven't. Okay. We haven't. I was literally for ages. I was like, who are you? <laughs> who are you? <laughs> well, yeah, I've never who really... Is she? Who <laughs> is she? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Such a specific reference. Well, yeah, well, I've Mark never really... <laughs> yeah, well, of course. I've never really liked this one that much. I wasn't that bothered about it. I always thought it suffered from that 80s overlit, not very well directed. There's... Right, let's go for your likes and dislikes. Okay, fine. Okay, what do you because, want first? Like, I want I want the positives first, Mark. Okay. Uh, at number five, we have a, a mention of Perry's botany. Did we? <laughs> <laughs> she's interested in all the plants and I stuff. know, she I missed the get... reference. Well, the Doctor says she's into botany and she's loving the plants and the alien plants and stuff. I thought that was quite nice for her because yeah. she doesn't get much else to do later on. Oh, she does not. I'm guessing that's a dislike. Oh, and the stuff with the plant, and he says that it's poisonous, and then and she yeah, uses I it. I guess as a, so. I mean, that was brief. She uses it as a weapon. That was one like. Okay, where's your dislike? Next one. Okay, dislike uh, the band drills. What was so it? So they were the puppety things that were on the screen that were going to send the bomb. That were sending that nuclear bomb. Oh yeah, I didn't mind them. They, I mean, for me, it's so brief. I mean, also, I'm going to try and do the same thing, but mine's going to be much more chaotic because you've actually planned this, put it down, and I have to go off memory. But continue. We'll see if we have anything. Okay, another good thing. I love the Borad's glam chair. (laughs) (laughs) Do you not think? Sure. It's like spinny chair. It was all like silver, like, you know, plated on the back. There's not a lot going for him. So if he wants a flashy chair... He's got, he's got it. Yeah, yeah he can okay. Swivel around in that chair. Mark's number um, four is that he liked the chair. Cool. Okay, I've got to do a couple of dislikes. Okay, do two. Okay, well, okay. One of them was the actual time lash. Whereas I think if the story is called the time lash, all we have is this triangle thing. Save your breath for the time lash, Doctor. Most people depart with a scream. Oh, I watched the Blu-ray, and on the Blu-ray, it's updated special effects, so it looks. A I bit did better. it too. I did BritBox, and then for what I thought was the last ten minutes, it wouldn't load, so I went to iPlayer. That's actually something, and it's definitely different. In what way? I don't know. The colours seem richer. I think maybe on. I wondered whether they're using the Blu-ray versions they have on iPlayer. I think maybe they're using the DVD versions. Okay. I don't be, know what's on BritBox then. So the, I couldn't find it to begin with because all the images look so much more like bright and and I was just and like it's done they've chosen really good moments, so it looks really like cinematic. And I was like, what story was I on? <laughs> I was like, okay, I remember this. I was literally going for all of them, like, I remember this one. I remember this. I just couldn't find it for ages. Oh, you should use iPlayer more then. I will. Well, no, I'll use it till July. I've cancelled our BritBox now, but we've paid for that thing till July. So I'll use it because we've paid for it. And I'm northern and stingy and I will get our money's worth. 
but it's always nice knowing Brit- when it just wouldn't load. I was like, it's ten minutes, which actually was three. Okay, tell me one thing that you like. I liked the blend of the Borad's makeup. Oh yeah, I've got the what the Borad looks like as like it. I put Borad look cool as my number three. It's brilliant makeup, isn't it's it? It's really. He obviously is human, but the and it's got a very obvious, obviously aesthetic thing on. But it blends very well and looks like it could be one piece, not just stuck on. When he got done up in his glam chair, yeah. He got his <laughs> got in his glam chair and his glam yeah. team came, sorted him out. Yeah, it's a brilliant idea. And he's you the hand keep... I don't enjoy. It. I'm talking visually the face. Just the face. That's a lot. Because he can still talk, can't he? He can still talk and you've got the actual eye. Yeah. As well. It's really effective. And again, when I watched it, because then I moved to um, the iPlayer and it, it was still just as good. Mm, yeah. The Borad is cool. What else have I got? Oh, you have another what? dislike. Another dislike. Vina's acting. That She's woman the, in it. The one with the purple dress where he has to like shove her behind the thing. Yeah. 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 I she was. She's funny when she's going through the vortex. I like it when she meets Herbert. That's funny. But she's just a bit, she just sort of wanders through all the scenes looking a bit dazed. I couldn't work out (laughs) what she was. As in like, is she a princess? Why is she dressed so different to everyone else? Uh, Well, I think the, that older guy that first was in charge was her father. Right. Because then he comes through and says, oh, I've taken over from your father. She's not upset at all or anything. No. She's just like, she just carries on. And I think one of them was supposed to be her husband or husband-to-be. Maybe her husband-to-be fell in the time lash. I'm not sure. But she's in the government there somehow. I mean, maybe she's in shock, Mark. She's lost her father. She's lost her probable husband. Maybe she's just a bit, like, immune to it all. She's just a bit, like, sort of looking through and then just like, oh, no, what are we going to do? She's just a bit, she like, <laughs> Vina is not strong in this at all. <laughs> the Vina is... What, actually, what do you think about the acting overall? Um, See, actually, I didn't think it was too bad overall, which is why you notice the weaker performances more. I mean, everybody says that the guy playing Tekka, the main bad guy, yeah. Oh, but he's but to me he's just camp over the top. He's very over the top. Everyone's like, that is the worst performance in Doctor. I don't Who. think That's I felt terrible. it was more like a camp over the top, which we've had before. I mean, I am going back here, but um uh not Maria, what was her name? Da, uh, da, da. Um, oh, for- Faria. Faria. From um, Enemy of the World. What? Yeah, yeah, so the Enemy of the World. He was quite camping that as a baddie, wasn't he? The um... Oh, you're talking about... Sal- oh, hang on, are you talking about Salamander or Nothing in the World Can Stop Me Now? Oh, maybe both. <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> that's what I mean. Like, that's kind of the whole... He's very, like, flamboyant in his, like, you. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, that's kind. Of, that didn't bother me because that's kind of what we have. We've had that before a lot. Well, on the, on, like, on the making of, everybody's talking about, he was told to tone it down and not play it like that, and he just did anyway. <laughs> he was, And he, Paul Darrow, he's known for another show called Blake Seven. And I really wanted to meet him, because I and I watched all of Blake Seven, and I listened to his autobiography, which was really yeah. long, and went on for quite a long time. And it was, I went to Birmingham Comic Con, because he was going to be there. And I went all that way, especially. Yeah. Oh my gosh! <laughs> went on the Friday night, 
it was going to be on the Saturday. I was coming back on the Sunday. I got all my bought all that stuff specially for him to see him. I got there on the Friday night, and they announced that he was cancelled. And I was like, oh my god, I was so I was fuming. Oh, I was so are. annoyed. I was so so I went and I saw um actually I saw Sixth Doctor Colin Baker because he was there. <laughs> anyway, I was like, well, I'll go and see him, and he was like. Oh, have you come specially to see me? And I was like, yeah. <laughs> he was like, oh, you shouldn't have come all this way. <laughs> so anyway, I saw Colin Baker. Then I was coming back and I was so annoyed. I was like, oh, I've done all this stuff. Then he died the next oh. day. Oh, bless. Yeah. yeah. So I felt I felt bad for like being annoyed that he cancelled. But um, yeah, so I never got to meet him. Yeah, I never got to meet him. Yeah. <laughs> he did have a reason. So that's Paul Darrow. So I felt, yeah, I was looking, I was really looking forward to that. So that's him, but he is very well known for being over the top in this. For me, but, that's kind of like the Doctor Who baddie in a way. But then, yeah, that's what I was thinking watching it this time around. I was like, actually, he's the one giving these scenes a bit of life. Yeah, because otherwise, I, I think the dialogue, it's not the most engaging. The whole premise isn't the most engaging because the Borad doesn't come for so long, right? And even, I mean, there was I got a little bit annoyed until the reveal. You know when the grey man comes on the screen? Oh, yeah. And he's just, I was like, that is the worst acting I've ever seen. Oh, the, the old man on the screen? Yeah. And then you realise he's like being, and I was yeah, like, he's okay, a robot. fine. He's That's supposed to be that. like that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know who he is? Yeah, who is he? He looked familiar. He's the professor in the Cambridge one. Oh! Oh, do you know what? I was thinking, I've seen you've been on this before. You know, when you look at a face, and I was like, You've been on this show before, but I don't know who you are. And I just kept thinking, like, oh my gosh, this acting is terrible. And then they show him like attached, and I was like, ah, it's intentional. All is forgiven. Yeah, I mean, well, a couple of things there. Yeah, the direction. It's so it's very stagey, which I you do get in Doctor Who. But then the sets are all a bit beigey. Everyone's wearing sort of beigey stuff. It all looks a bit cheap. Had they run out of money? Is it? And it's the same guy that directed that the Sea Devils one, the underwater one, the other season, which was in the sea base, and it was all brightly lit. It was all, yeah. and that, and I complained about it then. And I just think sometimes these directors, I've said it before, are just a bit lazy. And, I mean, the time lash, going back to the time lash, it's this triangle thing in the corner. It's called time. It's a big thing. Don't fall in the time lash. It's a big, you know, end of episode thing. And it's just this tinsel thing in the corner. That Make that your set piece. Make that your big expensive thing if you surely you can afford it. Just to, to do something, not just this. Yeah. But equally, I did think it worked. I mean, but I, but I enjoyed it. I did enjoy it so much, but just <laughs> so much. <laughs> but um, I think that's why I, I why people don't particularly like it, and why it's not one I would particularly choose. But it's also a new writer as well, so there's a problems with trying to get writers, and this ties in a little bit. I mean, not so much with the Doctor and Perry, but just in terms of the show. At the time, because we said, like, you know, like last week was all publicity with Patrick Troughton and the Sontarans and Spain. It's all publicity and stuff and marketing before making the show. Yeah. You know, getting it into the newspapers and stuff. Here, this was, well, I showed you the clip of the Nicola Bryant interview where her and Colin Baker, 
the producer was like, you have to do my panto. And they were doing panto. They missed the beginning of rehearsals as well because they had been flown to America to do conventions. He was sending them off to America. Oh so God. she was saying that they fly back on the Monday morning and have to go straight to rehearsals to do. And it was during this time. And they were doing the panto. And you just think you wouldn't take your leading people out of the first rehearsals, out of all of that, to do conventions. That was a, that was a priority, the publicity of it. And to, for him to do his pantos and stuff. And you just think, no, <laughs> it's ridiculous, isn't it? And you just think, where's the effort going into the programme? And then all that stuff comes afterwards. It's, it, if you make a good if programme. If you've got a good product, you've something yeah, to promote. But I think it was just the producer at the time was just a bit. And then you've, and then you've got like the scripts and the, maybe they're not so great. And it's just like, who is actually keeping an eye on this thing? You know? So I think that's all sort of happening behind the scenes as well, which I don't think helps. Okay, say another positive thing because I went negative. At <laughs> <laughs> uh, Herbert. Yes. Okay, Herbert. Absolutely brilliant, isn't he? Just so good. Do you know what? Like, so good. Just he makes like, a story. Breath of fresh air into that story from his first appearance. He's inquisitive. I think he's a sort of character that could border on like on paper, the way it's the the writing and stuff, it could border on annoying and like um, weak, and he doesn't do it that way. He is annoying, but to the doctor, as in because he gets in the way. But there's he does it with such a genuine interest and heart. It's such a good character. I was genuine when he was like, "Oh, I want to stay." I was like, "Why would you want to stay with these people?" Like. On adventures with the doctor, and then for that to have been the thing at the end, I was like, Ah, oh, I can forgive you not being a companion. Then it was such a good little moment, yeah. I thought it was something that didn't that did annoy me, but um, shall I tell you now? Yeah, okay, okay. What annoyed me is that they got out of it and it's not ever it's not explained, you know, the explosion. Oh, okay, yeah, and it's like, Oh, I'll tell you someday. What's the point? Oh, that? I didn't really notice that actually, yeah. That's true. That really annoyed me because there is a whole scene where he's talking about the fact that they are going to die. Now, you know they're not going to die, right? Like, it's the doctor. You know he's not going to die. But it's done so – there's so much, like, um, for Herbert in the in the TARDIS, they have this whole, like, moment together. For, it's a good scene. So not like a line or two. It's a chunk of time that's devoted to this. And then he appears, and it's like, oh, I'll tell you sometime. <laughs> yeah. No. Well, actually, that scene, that bit where Perry goes in, and he's like, I'm coming with you, and he's like, no, go. And yeah, he, he, uh, you see Herbert stowing in. That wasn't originally in. That episode was underrunning. They had to come back and film that during the next story. Really? So they writ that whole bit. I mean, Herbert must have been there at some point but that bit with him sneaking in and stuff that was all added in extra and that's why it's so like the doctor and perry just arguing a bit let's put that in as that was padding um but no that is that is true yeah that i didn't notice that i literally was in my head i was like just say something like the time crystals are delayed by an hour right <laughs> yeah, just say that... something <laughs> oh my god that is the line that is the line. forget <laughs> Reverse the polarity of the neutron flow. Everybody, it's going to be the time crystals have been delayed by an hour. Is the explanation in anything that we don't understand? <laughs> but like that would have made sense if you'd have like 
Or, you know, you have this 10 seconds. Of, just use it. You've made these things. You've made this whole story about and use them to, to defeat your baddie that literally turns up at the end anyway. Honestly, I was tamping. Fuming I was. And then she even says, again, it comes up twice, I think. She says, like, how did you survive? And he's like, oh, I'll tell you later. And then towards the end, before the whole episode, she goes, so come on, tell us. He's like, what? Oh, how you made it? He's like, oh, a story for another time. I'm like, you're never telling that story. You are never telling that story. No. It, it is a good story for her, but he gets a lot to do. Did you guess he was H.G. Wells? No. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was good. a complete surprise. Well, because you've got that, because you've got things like the Morlocks thing. And I think there's more locks in the time machine. And when the doctor does his thing, goes invisible, obviously he wrote The Invisible Man. So there's little bits from this story. I genuinely thought, honestly, that they were bringing in a new companion. That would have been cool. Yeah. I, that's what I honestly thought was happening. I thought we've gone to this random place. We're meeting this guy. He's really involved in the story. He's going to be a new companion. And I'm all for it. When at the end he was half the castle, I was like, fuck you. Get on that, get on that TARDIS. He's brought life into this thing. And then he ended up being H.G. Wells. I was like, I can forgive it. Because it's not a good story for Perry. Apart from oh, it's doing a terrible a, story for Apart her. from doing botany, she's got that thing around her neck. She that bomb thing. thing in there. She's screaming at the Morlocks, which is just like a snake that she can easily run away from. It's so, it's a, such a shame because, well, maybe because well, she didn't, luckily she didn't have much to do. She was doing panto half the time. It didn't start off great in the TARDIS because the Doctor's shouting her a bit, which I think we're over that now. But again, I think padding. Oh, my God. I'm just going to add something to my word. The seatbelts in the TARDIS. What was all that about? I don't remember that. Right at the beginning, there's loads of different scenes of the Doctor and Perry. You know, they have to strap themselves to the console and, like, <laughs> ride I, I, I don't even remember that. Oh, that well, well, that's a good thing. That had. Okay, it's like two short scenes where they have to clip themselves to the console or they have to get seatbelts out. That's it's never awful. happened. And she says, that, oh yeah, she, just, she says like, we've never had to do this before, doesn't she? Thinking what we're all thinking. Yeah. Awful. That is not a good thing. But no, it's a shame because then, yeah, episode two. and then, uh, But then the whole story again revolves around, we've had it before, he wants to marry Perry, Phantom of the Opera style, all over again. I gen- That's what I thought it was the same guy. Oh, I see. I don't remember yeah, where I thought back. it was. <laughs> he's he's back. Like, I was like, is it him? I spent a long time thinking it was no, the same guy. It's it's very similar. And it's a shame that the story hinges on. I mean, he wanted to take over the world or whatever, fine. Um, but again, it is Phantom of the Opera, and then he sees Perry and he wants to turn Perry in into his marry mutant, into his mutant, mutant wife, birth giver. I mean, I feel like that's a bit lazy. I mean, we're over the sort of that kind of story. Yeah, I mean, we've I had agree. it before. I mean, it was effective the first time in that in Caves of Androzani, but this time you don't need that. But then also with the writing, and Colin Baker said this as well on the on the commentary, which I didn't really notice that much, but just the way that again, it's not violence. It's he's just really horrible to the, I know the Borad is a baddie, but he's going, You're ugly. No one's he's ever gonna so want to be with you. Nobody wants you. Nobody needs you. Nobody cares. You disgust me. And it pushes him into the time lash. And actually, Colin Baker said that that scene worried him more than any of the violence they had, they had done before. I thought, yeah, I was like, it, it's not a great script. No, the script's terrible. But for me, 
the things that made it were Herbert. <laughs> oh my God, we're, we're never gonna forget her but yes come on we've waited for a character like this for ages Herbert's the new charlie the barman come on <laughs> and he also had his like he I, literally that's what i need to message you he had his um hero moment when he and i hope you're listening you voters because you know someone could be up there with charlie the barman and it could be herbert for this moment when the doctor's in there and he gets he doesn't know what he's going into, but he gets in there and goes and helps the doctor. Into the Borads thing with the No, no, yeah, yeah, into the um the triangle thing. Yeah. Into the time lash. Yeah. Oh yeah, and the time inside the time lash does not look great. No. Um, I mean like yeah, the doctor just clambering around on large dildos was not like the... <laughs> Yeah, clambering around. I know. I'm like, again, the direction of that. Come on, you could do in this in the Blu-ray in the special edition. They've sort of blurred it all out, so you can't really see anything. It just looks like he's floating around. You can't see him straddling anything. Yeah, he's just straddling. <laughs> it was not great. I like that they've done it at a weird angle, the camera as well, to make it seem like oh space. But it's quite obvious that he's like, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, if you but... are. He so struggled and he got in there. He went in. What a heroic moment. Doctor might not have got through. Just saying. So things I enjoyed were Herbert, the makeup of the Borad. Is that right, Borad? Yeah. Um, and I did enjoy the emotional scenes. I actually thought, you know, the scene where <laughs> emotional scenes. <laughs> the emotional with the when they think they're dying and um and the doctor. I actually did enjoy their argument. Whose argument? The doctor Her- and um Herbert. No, um just before Borad. That, oh my gosh, her name's gone. Perry. I can't oh. have Pixie in my head for some reason. Perry. Um I enjoy you know when she goes in and they have it was done in a he says it in such a way. He's doing it, he's trying to get her out because he cares. And we've not had him caring for a while. And he's trying to be dismissive as well with her. I I quite enjoyed that. Um I thought it showed like how far they're relationship has come i can see that yeah i can see that but but i think i'm gonna add to perry trauma watch mauled by the morlocks i suppose yeah oh no kept no what captured by the ball red yeah ball red's bride to be the ball red's bride ball red's bride ball red's bride we'll call it what about the weird picture of the third doctor yeah, that was, that was a, <laughs> like, literally. I spent so long thinking, what do I like? Do have I met this person before? Have we been here before? I spent a long time wondering. Well, it. and then Perry's like, oh yeah, that's Joe Grant. I've seen photographs of her. Like that she was knows. Like, that was such a throwback. <laughs> so weird. But do you we, do we need that again? Is this just adding stuff in for the fans at the time to be like, although like all this references and stuff? Just make a story that is a new story. I feel like, again, it's just fan-pleasing. They're going to love to see a, a street art of John Pertwee on the wall, which doesn't look anything like him. You said, no. Oh, my gosh, someone sent me this. I've got to have to find it on my phone. And it's iconic that this has come up. Hang on. Uh, was it a message or was it on... Uh... Oh, no, it was on my WhatsApp. Um, I'll forward it you, and then I'll read it out loud one sec. Um so it says, Third Doctor did not wear green velvet and Chanel boots to the miniscope just for some fans to say that other Doctor is going to be the first gay in Doctor Who. Don't worry, Mr. Third Doctor Who. I saw your Chanel boots. 
<laughs> wow, me that there the we go. Day. And it made me laugh, and I was like, yeah. Yeah, I, I don't think it's needed for Doctor stuff. I mean, it's even. I mean, I suppose it cuts to the chase. He when he lands, everyone's like, "Oh, it's the Doctor. We've heard of you. You're like legend, <laughs> you know." But that's all, really. They still treat him like a bit of a prisoner because they get him to they capture Perry and oh, this is the cool bit. The android. What do you think of the blue android? Oh, come on! Don't look at me like you don't know what the blue android is in the whole thing he oh, captures perry i mean i didn't oh think it God. was blue i didn't think it was blue he he was more black <laughs> on my screen but again i'm watch... watching it on brit box just don't watch any more on brit box okay i don't know what you're watching on brit box but he's blue <laughs> he looks like um like um because he it looked black with sparkles oh well he's got like blonde so i thought hair. it was like galaxy. <laughs> galaxy i thought he was a galaxy <laughs> um Okay. Well, he was cool. <laughs> he was cool, and the way he like walked, yeah, and yeah, movements yeah, yeah. and stuff. That was a very effective way of being an android without with you having makeup and stuff, rather than someone in a suit. Suit, if you see what I mean. I didn't like the guards who looked like beekeepers, though. That was a bit weird with their beekeeper things on. Yeah, I know what you mean. Like the design is a bit odd. It's funny how you can have something amazing like the Borad, like a really great makeup job, and then you just like, oh yeah, we'll stick the guards in beekeepers' outfits. That'll do. Yeah, like, I just feel like the whole universe wasn't very well thought out. And like Vina has a lot of makeup. She those contours are like, <laughs> is that what you she call it? So different to everyone else. It's like she's from another ship. Yeah, and she's got. It's like... literally like they've gone. It's coming to the end of the season. What costumes do we have left? Because none of the world links. None of like, like, yeah. nothing really connects. She's like out of Midsummer Night's Dream or something. She's got like leaves or something in her hair and things. Yeah. Like, I'm gonna leaf on that whole planet. Oh my god, okay. That poisonous plant, but you know what I mean. I should have taken a picture of this because I've never noticed it before. But in part one, I think in the like her third or fourth scene, when they're all sitting on the chairs and stuff, she Vina is holding a giant leaf. For no reason. It's like this big. It's a big leaf. I don't know if it's like supposed to be a fan or something, but she drops the leaf on the floor and just leaves it there and we never see it again. Look out for Vina's giant leaf, everybody, in part one. No idea. I genuinely lolled a lot uh, when they were like, everyone hide, and she was just strolling <laughs> yes. like as if she had all the time in the world and he literally shoves her along. And I was thinking, was that intentional? Like, he's, like, being the hero, getting them to safety? Or was she just completely strolling along and he was like, move, <laughs> you're in in the scene? I'd like to see her acting in something else to see if that's just her doing an amazing character in this and being Vina, who is like that, or she just acts like that the whole time. I know. It could be really clever acting and that's she's doing but a bit. I, I genuinely, because it's so, she's literally, everyone's hidden. Everyone's looking at her as well. She's like, the last thing, she's sort of wandering around a little bit. I'm lost. And then he just shoves her behind there. Because when she sees the Borad, she's like, oh no, what is that? Like, no, she doesn't <laughs> say it like that. Hang on. No, she <laughs> it's, it's like that. Oh, but actually a good thing in the script a very clever idea is that with the the time crystal being an hour out or whatever you said yeah, yeah. that that is really, that is really clever the way that the doctor does that and uses that later on as well and, and the android appearing in part one burn and then it doesn't happen yeah, until part two things like that that is brilliant i think i give this a five out of ten 
Right? Now, that's better. pretty modest, and it's mainly because of Herbert. Well, yes, absolutely. Like, all of his scenes, all of his moments are iconic, but the story's not great. I mean, when I talk about I want to talk about Vina and her, but I don't want to talk about any of the other rebels or any of the other people. They just all blend into one. No, there's nothing to differentiate any of them. I agree. No. Like, you could have told me names. Those points, you know, like the evil one, and he's walking with that guy that he ends up. I was the whole time thinking, I don't know who you are. Well, you've got Ty. I've only got them because I'm written down in front of me. You've got Ty here, Aram, Gazak, Sezon, Brunner, Katz, Kendron, Mikaros. Uh, <laughs> so you know, you know the the camp one, and he takes that guy to say his deputy. Oh, Tekka! Oh, Tekka, the one with the hair. The yeah, the I literally one. when they were going in, I was thinking, I have no idea who you are. The but one I'm he's taken in to get killed. Well, a lot of them get killed quite early on as well. They get zapped into skeletons. It doesn't explain how the Borad got out of that as well, or did he? Did he say something? Oh, like... he said he'd he'd he'd. Something with his cells rejuvenate or something. Yeah, some cop-out thing. Yeah. Yeah. And there's the explanation that now the Borad fell into the time, now she's gone back to be the Loch Ness Monster. Yeah. She's a bit of a wick. But he wouldn't be, would he? Because he's the Borad. It's not like he's got a glam chair. He's not going to swim around in Loch Ness, is he? He's hiding, isn't he? But he can can hide. If it was was that Morlocks thing that was getting to Perry, that looks like the Loch Ness Monster, but he doesn't. So he would just live in Scotland, wouldn't he? Get a house or whatever. He'd be hiding, Mark. No, he'd be get a little cottage. He wouldn't live in the water. (laughs) I know, but he would live. In the 12th century? What are you on about? He would live in a little house. He wouldn't live in the water. That's what he I'm trying to say. He wouldn't live in a little house in the 12th century looking like that. He'd be killed. No, he could He'd live like, out. What are you? <laughs> Where have you come from? Yeah, but I'm saying he wouldn't see anyone, but he would live there. He doesn't have to live underwater as a Loch Ness monster. That's what I'm saying. Because Maybe he, he just lives out in the wilderness and swims in a Loch Ness to keep clean. Okay, there we go. Explanation done. Or maybe the time crystal was one hour out. <laughs> Was it the 12th century? I just 20th century. No, I, I think he said. I think he said 12th. Yeah, no, I think. You're Why right, did he 12th. say 12th? And it's H.G. Wells. Did he write these stories? In, he didn't write these stories no. in the 12th century. <laughs> no, H.G. Wells was like the, twen- uh, the 20th. The 20th century. Nine, uh, Twenty early 20th, wasn't it? Yeah. It was like nine, 19 when, something. Oh my gosh! No, no, but yeah, but uh, the, I think you the know time what, Mark? Sh- it's it's the time crystals, and it's the hour. <laughs> yeah, it was the hour. I think. <laughs> I think. What hour do? I don't think it went back to H.G. Wells's time. I don't think it was always fixed there because what happened to everybody else got fell fell through. Like so many of them fell through. They weren't even bothered when there was that fight after part one, and the everyone went in and the doctor was like right next like no one was bothered about all these people that have disappeared in the time lash so i think it, you just get ejected wherever like randomly yeah okay uh, i'm just checking my list so uh herbert times that's all my good stuff i mentioned all my good stuff i have mentioned all the bad stuff as well um i think that's it isn't it yeah i mean again the story is just what it is it's just it's a bit disappointing that it revolves around perry and people lusting after Perry, that's but all. But you know what? It didn't feel like it did to me at all. Oh, well, it didn't need it. I mean, okay, the ball, you could have had the ball ride was bad. I, mean, I suppose that was that extra little bit at the end as an extra sort of finale bit of the Perry being captured. But but, but also, he says it's so late in the game, just before he dies, 
It didn't feel to me at all. I thought it felt the whole time they were just keeping her alive because they have to keep her alive. Right? Well, no, because that's why she's tied up for a whole of episode two because he wants the canister to explode. Yeah, but he doesn't and her say to that man. until he's about to die. But he's watching vid- no, 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 because no, no, he's watching videos of her in his room. Yeah, yeah, but we don't know the- that. Like we're just seeing her tied up to a canister, and then he says, like, just as he's about to die, which is like about halfway through the second mm. episode. But but then Perry's used as collateral for the six doctors to go off in the first place so she's that's captured there the case, though. but then she i don't know it's just twice over does she need it twice over you know oh yeah it's just for sure. like, but it's it's just but actually clothes watch she's in a much more sensible outfit yeah because it's I've all indoors about any outfits no i really no. liked herbert's no. outfit as well would have been a great i remember <laughs> thinking this is a standout outfit for a companion <laughs> Oh, okay, Herbert. This is the one. This is just to be the one with Herbert in at the end of the day. That's how we're going to re- remember it. <laughs> so there's um, no point talking about anything episodes, else. They will start with the one where this is the one where Herbert was in. <laughs> We've got a one where for all of these Doctor Who stories. One word. If I say Herbert from now on, you know, if I say spring, if I say Herbert, <laughs> if I say, I can't think of any others, but I'm sure there are. Uh, <laughs> I'll oh. be honest though, when I I can't remember this season very well. So the Oscars, <laughs> I don't know when it's coming. We might are we there already? I don't know. I never, no, no, not yet. But like I cannot remember how it started. I okay. I can't remember this season well at all. I mean, don't tell me now because I'll forget by next week. Okay. So like tell me when we get to the Oscars, but <laughs> it will be interesting how little I remember because I feel like I've given a lot of fours and fives. This is only our fifth story. <laughs> I just don't remember. Well, we have had a few recording gaps. Yeah, as we've maybe that's recorded. Why, that's but... why it's been a while for some of them. Hell. Yeah. What did we start with? The Cybermen. Attack of the Cybermen, the Cryons, with the Silver Ladies in the ice tombs, and Perry was in pink, and there was a policeman in the underground. Oh! Yeah, 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 got it, got it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah. Oh gosh, it's going to be painful. One. I I literally was thinking about it the other day. I was like, and I didn't want to look because I don't want to know when the season ends, mm. right? So like, I didn't want to look where we are to look at what we've done. Mm. I don't, it's because <laughs> it's January. January, it was a long month. It was a long month we started. Well, I'll tell you what it is. It. I think in my head, I was thinking of... Um, their first story where he strangles her and stuff, and then we yeah. lose Thingy, didn't we? And that wasn't this season, but in my head it was this season because it was like a new doctor. And then I remembered they went to, well, I'd forgotten that one. What did I remember? So we got we had Cybermen, then we had the TV <laughs> one. You know, the TV one with the governor, violence. Yeah, I think that's one I was thinking of. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Then we had the Rani in um Yeah, in medieval yeah. Yeah, yeah. And then we had Spain's. the two then we had two doctors in Spain. Oh my gosh, is that it? That's it, that's it. And then this one. See, it seems like we yeah, started. Now you've this... said them, I remember them, but literally yeah. the other day I was like, and I I'm still struggling with the format. Okay. The forty I I and that I think is what I was thinking the other day. I was like, I remember how excited I was by this format. Well, we'll leave it there then. We've we've done time lash. <laughs> a little downer. Sarah can't I think I think we're more positive than most people are about it though. So 
Yeah. I think um I think it's a good one. And and yeah, and again, the Doctor and Perry don't argue as much as I remember them. They're not as bickery. And I was oh, no, I think it's a really good story for them. Yeah. And I even though it was like you say, I did for padding, I liked it. It showed how much they've come on mm. from when he's strangling her to yeah. and like mm. they, you know, he it always felt that he was really annoyed with that. And you kind of think, why does he keep her around? And this was one of those moments where I was like, this is why he keeps her around. It was quite nice to see. Yeah. Well, uh, next time, again, it's two, 45 minutes. Uh, <laughs> and it's called Revelation of the Daleks. Oh, a Dalek story. Okay. Mm. I don't think I was expecting that. What was I thinking? We've had Daleks for a while. Uh, when Tegan left, we saw the Daleks. Which that, were actually yeah, was, yeah, that's what I mean. That was a while ago, though. It wasn't that. It was only like... God, maybe time's just like... Maybe oh, it's that hour so. delay. Maybe it's the time crystals. <laughs> <laughs> it was only like six stories ago that Tegan left. Well, it hasn't been that many. It feels longer. It feels like a year. <laughs> yeah, I know. Actually, do you know what it is? It's because it was last year. Yeah, it was the end of last year, wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> That's what it is. <laughs> oh, well, are we going to jump through the time lash and visit him in Loch Ness? We'll go and visit the Borad and make sure he's all right. Because, okay, he was bad. He's and he, killed a lot, he killed a lot of people, but I don't know. I feel sorry for him the way that the doctor treated him. So now I feel sympathy for it because everyone was horrible. And they were only horrible because he was like mutate, mutated, wasn't he? Well, he was mutating things, Mark. Yeah, but it started off as an accident. Well, his his appearance was an accident, but yeah. it was because he was mutating things. He was doing he was doing things on animals. He's just testing on animals. Oh, okay. I know. Oh, yeah. No, you're right. That's not good. <laughs> <laughs> testing on animals is not good. Poor Red. No. Um <laughs> Um, okay, let's just go. Uh, you can find <laughs> find us on Twitter and Instagram at Two Watch Who and support us at buymeacoffee.com forward slash Two Watch Who. We'll see you next time for see you next Reve time. Revelation of the Daleks. Bye. Bye. Two Watch Who.